Hey, here we are again on this Monday afternoon after the holidays. Hope you survived and stayed well. I survived but didn't stay well with bronchitis and sinus infection and all that yuck. But I'm back today, and I have a very interesting and fascinating person with me today, Miss Jeta White McMillan. Hi, Jeta. Hi, Judy. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing wonderful. Well, you are a fascinating person to me. I will give you a little background out there in, in radio land. Uh, Jita and I were um, roommates at one time a few years ago at Tennessee <laughs> Tech. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, we lived in a trailer in Crossville. Oh, yes. Oh, what stories I could share. Oh, please don't. And, and so could you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, anyway, um, Jita, you have a degree from Tennessee Tech. I do. I have actually have uh, two degrees from Tennessee Tech. Right. You were in education, I believe, and, and didn't you do like library science I or did. something? I did. I went to Vanderbilt, and I got my master's in library science, and then uh, uh, my midlife crisis was getting a doctorate. Uh, so she's Dr. So I, I got my doctorate when I was 55 from Tennessee State University. Right for you. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. Uh, and I'm very proud of you. I really am. I mean, you know, at 55, uh, a lot of people are looking at going and slowing down. Uh, not you. No, no. I'm I'm a firm believer in keeping those gray cells active. Well, and Opal it. and Russell, your mom and daddy, Opal and Russell White, fine, fine Presbyterian folks. That's right. Uh, they uh, raised four kids. Four. Two boys, two girls. Right. And they raised all of you to be go-getters. They did. I've decided the intelligence, uh, nothing uh, against my mother, but the intelligence came from my father and the total go-gettedness or whatever came from my mom. And so we had a great combination. Many of you out there, if you're a little long in the tooth like I am, you might remember Opal White selling encyclopedias. Exactly. The World Book Encyclopedias. Sold them for years. My parents bought some. That was long before we had Google and the Internet. Oh, yeah. That sort of thing. And because it was based on her true belief in education. Oh, yeah. She was a go-getter. Right. You're right. And and she felt like that even those folks that didn't have money that you and I would consider uh, maybe very important is that they – they literally could afford to have that encyclopedia. I mean, that was really the basis is her her theories of, of education. Yeah. And I think that affected all of us in the family. Oh, I know it did as 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 an outsider looking in. Right, right. Uh, they were both very delightful people. Well, thank you. And uh, thank God for having them right. on this earth and making me and others fortunate enough to know them. And you are carrying on. You and your siblings are carrying on that go-getter, intelligent Attitude and talent that you were blessed with and encouraged uh, by your parents. Now, um, you've you've done a lot of things. Not I know that uh, you retired. Uh, you live in White County, correct? And you were the principal of one of the elementary. It was at Cassville. That well, actually, I was principal at three different elementary schools in White County. The last okay. one was Cassville, which is in the western end of right. white county it's closer to, to the smithville side yes yes That's it's very close to the cab county line actually oh okay all yeah. right mm-hmm. so uh that that kind of surprised me i kind of thought maybe you would end up in a in a university you know well, and you did work i did and actually i still am i'm working i work 
currently, after I retired from being a principal, I went to work with Tennessee Tech, and I work with senior education students as they they complete a full year of what we used to call student teaching, and mm-hmm. now they call residency stu- teaching, and they work a full year in a class in classrooms. And I currently am uh, the the supervisor that evaluates them, so I'm kind of the bad cop. No, oh. <laughs> so I go in and talk to them about you know uh, prerequisite skills, and hopefully they're to the to that point. And I'm I will tell you that after five years of doing this, an extraordinary extraordinary group of folks come through the doors of Tennessee Tech and into our into our education system. And boy, I, do we need extraordinaries. And I, I, you know, the interesting thing is, uh, you know, the, the process these days is, is very uh, exacting and, and demanding. Mm-hmm. And somewhat, sometimes I'm even surprised about the absolute phenomenal young folk, and well, not so young folks sometimes, but that that come through and, and and move into our education system, and I've been extremely pleased with. And I'm not easy. I'm not oh, easy. Oh, you've never been easy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, the first day I meet them, well, I, they, I would, they don't need easy at that point in. Their, no, no, in their they career. don't. And the thing is, when I, I have, I tell them that I have one basic criteria: Are you good enough to teach my grandchild? Good for you. And if I'm, if you're not. Then you're not good enough to teach any child in the state of Tennessee. <laughs> Get so, them, Jada. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and you know, and, and and they they understand that the reason, you know, and the reason. I mean, Tennessee Tech. Well, not just Tennessee Tech, but from my experience, Tennessee Tech has very high standards for their for their education students, uh, and are very exacting and demanding. And I I I believe in that very firmly. You know, I remember when we were in, in school in the education department, and this is no reflection on the education department and those wonderful uh, teachers, mo- mostly wonderful teachers. <laughs> uh, but, you know, people, um, tech was known at that time a little bit more for the engineering uh, departments and that sort of thing. And we were kind of teased about, oh, you've got a simple major. You're, you're in education and, you know, that that's simple and you don't have all this chemistry and stuff that that we deal with and all that uh but who who if it wasn't for teachers nobody would know how to do anything very true and you know the the expectations for these folks that come into the into the field are much more demanding and then just through the series of um of licensing and expectations and the good news is it's gotten harder because that's what we want for our children. Well, that's good. No kidding. That's what we yeah. want for our children. We want them to have those those folks leading them through the process. And it's it's become much more demanding on these young folks. And uh, no, it's not it's not a skip in the daisies. Oh no, no, <laughs> no, no. It, it is not. So I'm I'm very pleased to say that the folk the the young folks that I've been working with are just extraordinary. That's that's good. Good yeah. to hear. Good yeah. to know that 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 our grandchildren um, and other people's grandchildren and children uh, right. are getting a higher caliber. Yeah, and they really are. They really. That's are. good. Yeah, that's is. great. Yeah. And then you you were principal of three different elementary right. schools in Sparta. Three different schools. Uh, one thing, uh, White County has uh, for years made a commitment for the smaller school. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have one, a couple of schools that are, well, actually one that's over 500, and the other ones we've intentionally kept small, basically what we would consider neighborhood schools. Mm-hmm. And I was very fortunate to serve in three different schools that were roughly between 250 and 
to 75 students. So in other words, I knew every child. I knew every parent. I knew every grandparent. And, probably aunts and uncles. Or and probably aunts and uncles. <laughs> so that was the, the, you know, that, and I've considered that a real blessing because I'm, I'm, as I said before, I think that the commitment to each individual child is, is to be honest with you, is much easier, if you want to say that, because you know every child, you know where they come from. So it That's really right. does work well. Talking this afternoon to Gita McMillan, um, Teacher extraordinaire, principal extraordinaire, what all, I, you know, what could go on and on and on, but I won't embarrass you doing that right now, Gita. Oh, okay. Gita McMillan here this afternoon, and we're talking education at the moment. I don't remember if your dad was very active in um, politics. I don't remember him being. No, no. Well, actually, I would say neither one of my parents were particularly active. Uh, opinionated, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know how that goes around the dinner table. Sure. Uh, but really, I, I would say that the most vocal one was my mom. Ah, go Opal. Well, you know, and my, her her grandfather was, because they are, uh, they, my mother is was originally from Pickett County, and mm-hmm. they were... Still Upper Cumberland. Uh, well, yeah, and my dad was born and raised in in Overton County. Mm-hmm. They met at Tennessee Tech, actually. Okay, both of them were students at the time. Um, but because of her grandparents' involvement in, in Pickett County politics, I think that's really made really started that interest and in paying attention. I guess you'd say to what was going on first of all on the local level and then the state and national level. And she was very very much. Very vocal about that. Well, I, I, saying that to say this, you are very active and have been for a number of years in the Democratic Party here uh, in this area. Yes. Uh, you have a title, don't you? I've got a couple. Tell me them. I am currently uh, chairman of the White County Democratic Party. Also, both both sides of the aisle, if you will, have an org organization statewide which are considered executive committee members both both of those are elected positions on republican and democratic side and what they what we do is we represent the senatorial districts like we're in the 15th senatorial district here mm-hmm. and that is six counties in this this area including putnam and white of course and jackson overton uh, actually i get down into uh into bled into bledsoe county as well in, in cumberland county and there is a, a male and female representative from each senatorial district across the state. So there's 33 districts, 33 senatorial districts. So that means there's 66 of us that work. And we are wow. basically the, uh, the, the, the part of the Democratic Party that makes official decisions, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we meet. For the, the, the party in the state of Tennessee. For the party in the state. And also I was elected treasurer of the state party last year. So I'm currently treasurer of the Demo- the state Democratic Party. How many in, – sorry, go ahead. No, it, all that means is I, I get to look at FEC reports and <laughs> make sure that, you know, that all the, the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted. And, and well, more power to you. I would not enjoy that. You know, it's actually I, – I, it's my theory about learning. I, I know nothing. It's like some of my other volunteer work I've, I've been doing – I'm on, I'm the actual treasurer of our the White County uh, Emergency Communication District, so I work with the 911 folks. And I thought, well, I don't know anything about emergency communication, but it's a great way to learn about areas of our community 
vital parts of our community, and it's been it's been fascinating uh, to learn about not only the the financial end, but actually the operational end of of the communication districts, not only in in the local areas, but as well as the the state state and national. Fascinating person you are, Judy. <laughs> Stay with us. We're going to take a break here for just a few minutes, and we'll be right back. Well, welcome back. We're here this afternoon talking with Gita McMillan, one of a kind. That <laughs> red hair she lives up to, believe me, I know. She's got beautiful, I guess you'd say it's a, what, strawberry, strawberry red blonde. now. Yeah, it, it, yeah. You, know, you know, the age thing. Yeah, instead yeah. of going white, you've just gotten <laughs> lighter. Blonde. You used to have really red hair. My well, daughter still has that. Yes, Holly still has that beautiful red, red hair. My mother was a redhead. You know? Was she? She was. Wow. Not quite as red as yours, but she was a redhead, and I've got redheaded cousins. But anyway... Uh, before the break, uh, I was thinking about this, and I, being uh, the uh, individual that you are and active in the Democratic Party in the state of Tennessee, I know you've attended at least two inaugural balls right. and speeches and all that. <laughs> First one was uh, President Clinton, correct? Correct. And how was that? You know, it was a great, it was really wonderful. You know, you think about 92 and 96, and it seems, it was it was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean that not only in time, but in uh, maybe in our perception of politics. We were a little bit, I don't want to say naive, but it was a little bit more positive. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that would be true of just about anything, wouldn't it? Well, it's true. And but you know what? The, those the, the era, the you know the you know the post Reagan and Bush era, mm-hmm. and and folks were still what I would consider at least in public they were civil. You know, right. even if you sure. even if you didn't agree, you were at least you could agree to disagree exactly. in a civil manner. Exactly. Right. So it was a little different era. And then, you know, uh, and I was very fortunate to go also in 2008 to, uh, well, actually in 2009 to to uh, President Obama's inauguration, uh, which was an cold. Abs- it was very cold. And <laughs> it was it was real interesting, I, uh, given the numbers of people that were there and how how the crowds behaved. And it was it was an incredibly positive thing, even though it was. Twelve degrees, <laughs> and that's a little chilly if uh, to be sitting in uh, for a fairly long time. But it was, it was, you know, it's one of those things. It's a thrill of a lifetime to be able to to witness oh, this yeah. kind of, uh, you know, doesn't matter which inauguration it is, but you know, to see that kind of pageantry and the and and to be quite frank, the the as they say, the transfer of power. We're we're very unusual. The United States is very unusual. In the in the world, in, in, exactly in mm-hmm. the way we do transfer power. Because I remember vividly seeing uh, George and uh, uh, Laura Bush and the Obamas, and it was just, you know, it was it was like it should have been that way. It was sure. just very natural, uh, very positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody was very kind, and there wasn't, you know, people weren't throwing things at each other. So it was it was really. Uh, Quite an honor to be able to go to those. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, regardless of 
your party affiliation, exactly, whether exactly. you're Democratic, Independent, Republican, whatever. Right. It right. still uh, would be an honor and an uh, once in a lifetime. Yes, for sure. Event. It it is, and it, to be honest with you, uh, given the the crowds and not, which is not my favorite thing, you know, I I don't know if I'd do it again. But the, the it was. Oh, uh, you surely would. Well, you know, witnessing history is just. A, yeah. You're witnessing history, and that Absolutely. is that is quite an honor. Quite an honor. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, I'm proud to know you. <laughs> because you've done the feeling is mutual. Well, I think so. You see, you have to understand that I'm president of Judy's uh, fan club. <laughs> <laughs> not quite, not quite. But we know a lot about each other, and and uh, we're raised in, in fine families. If I do exactly. say so myself, right I, here in uh, Cookville, Putnam County, Tennessee. Like so many of our listeners, I'm sure. Sure. Um, I'm going to hit something that's really going to be personal for you, but I. Uh, was a um, graduate of the tech training school, which was on 7th Avenue, and the building is no longer there, but it's where the STEM Center at Tennessee Tech is now. And there was a little redheaded dude that went to school with me and named Stanley. Now then, you you two redheads have, uh, at this stage in your lives, have connected, and uh, I think that's the f- most fantastic thing. You all are just made to be together. It, it really is kind of funny because, you know, looking back on my, like you say, when high school and and. and did you know Stan when we were in high school? Briefly, yeah, okay. sort you yeah, know, and yeah, way. right, sure. right. The the thing was, I was you know, I always I actually ask him, given that we both graduated together and with Judy as well, I asked him. I said, why didn't you ever ask me out? And of course, he was the shy guy, and <laughs> oh, he was I, he was the shy guy, and I was the flighty girl. <laughs> you yes. know, I I was. I don't know what I was. I don't know how my parents put up with me, to be honest with you. But I was me either, Judy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm teasing you. <laughs> I'm not sure about, but you know. So, the, so the nice way of putting it is that I was I was flighty. Yeah, that's a nice way to say it. That's a nice way to say it. We won't get into any more details. Okay, we won't go any further. Talking today to you, Jita McMillan, about being flighty, <laughs> Miss Flighty Jita. That's you. That's right. That is true. That is true. But anyway, uh, and you and Stan didn't date in high school. No. I mean, you mm-hmm. kind of met up here in, in your uh, yeah, uh, later years. Later I years. Was, I was going to my sister's house. She lives, my sister Pam lives in Franklin, and I just ran by Food Line and ran into him in the cheese aisle. <laughs> no kidding. And it was so funny, yeah, because, yeah, and he is an, a phenomenal, phenomenal gentleman and comes from a really old Cookville family as well. He does indeed. And so you all are an item, as the young kids say. (laughs) Which I think is just, I mean, you just almost look alike. That is funny. You're you're short in stature, sort of, and so is he. And um, former redheads. Then you're redheads. <laughs> I know it's great. And he, it, it, you seem to uh, certainly enjoy each other's company. We do. We do. He's uh, he, he moved back to Cookville after a career with Verizon. Yeah, he was in Texas for many, many years. Many years, and came back to take care of his mom. Kudos to you, Stan. Uh, yeah, amen. You're uh, you've done pretty good for yourself here with. Uh, I can hardly call you Jita because I know your middle name, so I usually call you Jita Rose. That's your middle name. And that's what my my grandparents called me and my aunts and uncles, and some of my cousins still do. 
Oh, now your mom was a Ferris. Now, Paris with a P. I knew that, but uh, that's a name that goes back a long way. And and you just had an uncle that passed away, and he was buried in Arlington. Correct. He was a colonel in the Air Force. And that was your mother's brother. Brother. One of her younger brothers. There were 14 in that family, in their family. Oh, my word. Well, In the Paris family. Right. And see, what happened is my great, 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 I'm losing count, uh, settled in that area, which was not Tennessee at the time. So we are First Tennesseans, if you right, remember, sure. and um, moved into that area prior to Tennessee becoming a state, down on the river of the Obi River. And of course, the farms at the bottom of Dale Hall. And the Obi River. Obi River. Oh, yes, not the. There's an Obid. There is, yes, there and is. And an Obi. Mm-hmm. And the Obi is it's the in, Dale Hollow. Yeah. Yeah, it's up in the what we know now in the Livingston Overton County up in that area, and then and yeah, over up toward Birdstown. Yep, yep, right. So they they've been there a long time. So tell me about the interment of your uncle. Uh, didn't you go? Yeah, oh, yes, yes. Yeah. It was. Uh, you know, I, I I knew Arlington was there. I had no idea how big it was. No idea about you know other than the fact that I've been to the changing of the guards. Sure. So to. To have the the opportunity and the privilege to be part of that service was remarkable. Arlington is divided into eras, if you will: mm. Vietnam, World War II. I didn't know Korea. That. Well, I didn't either. And my uncle was a veteran of Korea and Vietnam. He was a fighter pilot and uh, ended his career working with, uh, first of all, uh, with the I'm going to say it wrong with the air defense in Colorado okay. under the under the mountain. Yeah, that with, kind of, yeah. Right. And then he strategic in, air command. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And so he was decorated and deserving of the great honors. And so my actually all of his his brothers and sisters were there that were obviously still living cousins and it was the caisson with the horses and the, you know, the empty saddle. I mean, it was just the whole night. The, the whole thing that it, would have been terribly emotional for me. Oh, it was incredibly emotional because the whole they they had a a, a band. Oh my word! They had the caisson with the horses and the wagon carrying the casket, and you want we walked to the graveside and it was it was remarkable and the the wonderful thing is that sometimes you know we we talk about our veterans and honoring them but these folks these folks do i'm talking about the staff and the personnel Mm -hmm. that are in that military um there's actually a base there okay and the the folks just do a remarkable job honoring the veteran and and Honoring the family and understanding, you know, not only were you uh, gave to the country, but, you know, you were a remarkable father and uncle and so forth. So it was really, it was very, very, very nice. Very nice. Yeah, very nice to hear that. And she died. And, yeah. didn't realize it was that big of a deal. And he's a Tennessee Tech grad and a Cookville High School grad. There you go. This has been great. Judy, we could talk for another couple of shows. Oh, I sure think, we could. And, and never stop. I've got some other things we can talk about. <laughs> okay. Oh, thank you, Judy McMillan, Judy Rose McMillan, for uh, coming out and being with me this afternoon. I'm so grateful, and it's an honor to know you, girl. I know how uh, fascinating and interesting you are. And we've just touched the tip of the iceberg.
Mutual so, admiration society. Oh, here. Lord have mercy. That almost <laughs> makes you want to. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, folks, for listening. Uh, join us next week from 530 to 6 on Local Matters as we talk to fascinating and interesting people. Have a safe week. Bye-bye.